What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird with your hosts, Megan and Suzanne. Welcome, welcome, everybody. <laughs> you might be awake now, right? <laughs> I know. It's, uh, I'm in Maui. Suzanne hasn't gotten here yet. Um, and I got on the call, a phone with Suzanne to talk about the show at 6.30 a.m., which if anybody knows me, uh, mostly the only time I'm at that time is if I haven't gone to bed. So, mm. <laughs> but I am on island time. It, it functions a little bit differently for me. So our conversation about what we're going to do on the show, it, it, I was a little foggy. Let's just say that. But I've had, I've had some Maui-grown coffee already. And I am raring to go. I'm so excited for today's topic of come travel the world with us. I am so excited. So well, I want to yeah, start out. I, I, I actually just want to give people a hint of what's going to come. Because if you're listening to the show, you know, I mean, we have like such limited time, right? And so for me, I know that on podcasts and stuff like that, I start listening to it. And if it's not super exciting, then I'm just like, all right, and I'm out, right? Because I have too many things. So I wanted to give people a teaser because this wasn't in the copy. We just created this idea um, 20 minutes ago um, when I posted it on Facebook without even talking to Megan about it. But I, but I basically said that I really want to do an activation or have her do an activation or both of us to do an activation from Hawaii. So um, because what I know is that people actually, um, they love nature, but there's, there's, there's an energetic acoustical energy that you can tap into with nature um, that it creates so much liveness. And and so we're going to um, do a visualization to help all of you tap into that even more than maybe you ever have before. So you're going to get an, an uh, a magical, um, like acoustical activation from Maui, and Megan may even go out into the waves um, to do it from. So you're going to want to stay and listen. Um, to the show, because that's going to come up. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> so you're teasing them. You wanted to tease them. I did. <laughs> Good job. Good job on teasing. <laughs> I'm so excited for today, because actually, Suzanne is going to be doing, um, we're going to be, I'm going to be doing like an infusion, and Suzanne's going to be doing, I don't know what you want to call it, activation infusion um, with another part in the world you in particular are very connected to. So mm-hmm. we're so excited about the show. Like, I, I don't know of two people more passionate about travel, really, than you and I. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a long time, and, and this is something, you know, I'm so grateful for for you because for me, travel, I had – and and for those of you that are listening that have always wanted to travel or you're not traveling to the degree that you want or it's like just not happening, it's like, oh, man, I've always wanted to travel or, gosh, like I only take one trip a year and I like to take five or six, whatever it is, most likely one of the causes of the fact of you not doing it, like we like to go, oh, well, it's our resources, right? They don't have the money. I don't have the time. I don't have whatever. But what I discovered 
when I got together with Suzanne is it wasn't any of that because actually the first year we were together like was like one of my worst financial years in like 10 years. I had no money. <laughs> my credit cards were maxed. <laughs> and somehow we took 13 trips that year in one year. Now, some of them were just little weekend guys, but some of them were like to Hawaii and places like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And the 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 key here is that I realized that travel, as much as I desired it, as much as I wanted it, was filed incorrectly in my brain. It was filed under the category of fantasy. And mm-hmm. how do you know that something's filed in fantasy is you keep wanting it and thinking about it and it never happens. <laughs> or it happens not very frequently anyway. And so what happened with Suzanne and I, and I want to tell this quick story. I know I'm kind of talking a lot, but I want to really set this up for people because I want people to know that whatever degree it, it travel lives in fantasy for you, it doesn't have to. And when you take it out of that filing cabinet that says fantasy and into what will it take to create this, that it will change everything. And so, and this is how fantasy works for me. I would say, Sam, oh, let's go to Hawaii or let's go, I don't know, wherever, like, you know, on this kind of trip. And me, I'm thinking about it as an idea, something fun to do, and maybe in a couple months, wouldn't that be me? And uh, I would come home that day, and she would go, okay, I booked our room, I booked our flight, I booked, and I'd be like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and then I realized that I was on the line to generate and create and prioritize travel. And she kept doing that. <laughs> now, now, these days with big trips, you know, we do talk about it a little bit more than that. Like, you know, is this the date? Is this where we're going? You know what I mean? But like at the time, it was, it ter- you have to know that that terrified me. The first time that that happened, I had no money at all. Mm-hmm. And you had just booked like $2,000 worth of travel. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh. <laughs> so... Maybe you have a different side of that to share with the people, but I just want to complete this this piece by saying that by really going, you know what, I said I wanted this for so long, and I have somebody who just put it all in motion, and it put me on the line for what I've said I wanted, and through that process, that travel uh, file moved from fantasy to reality. And it, it took time, but I now trust myself to travel. I now trust that it's not a fantasy goal. So how would you respond to what I've just shared? Yeah, so um, I I had the luxury of starting to travel at 18. When I was a kid, the only – I was never on an airplane until I was 16. My family was super poor. Um, so we would go camping on vacation, right? Like travel was something that my rich friends did. Um, so I had it in the category of fantasy until I married um, my kid's dad and he worked for Delta Airlines. And we would take these trips all over the place, but we were on a budget. Like we were poor students. Um, and so we would have flights for free, but then we would have to pay for other stuff. Um, and so that was my first like adventure into travel and doing travel economically in a way because we were so poor. Um, but it opened up the world. And I remember being in Mexico for the very first time when I was 18 um, in this like in this village, uh, Extapa, which was a very, very remote. And we were in the town and there was these kids playing soccer in the street. And everything around us was in Spanish. We were the only white Americans in this tiny little village. And I'm at the restaurant with the menu, and I have no idea what this menu says, whether I can eat the food or not. And there's this feeling of freedom and exhilaration and just culture um, and energy just infused my body. And I just pointed to something, and I said, and I just was like motioning, right, because I didn't know Spanish. And I and I pointed to some of the menu, um, and it came out, and it was this crazy like lobster stuff in this shell that with the eyes and everything, and it was really scary, but it was super yummy too at the same time. And I think I got hooked on this idea of 
culture, how much culture and the energy of the land can really grow you up. It can really bring such a new expression um, and such a, a richness to your life. And so that was when um, I really, like, full force decided to go into travel. Luxury travel happened you know, with my son husband, because we would rent Jaguars and stay in W's and do all kinds of like intense, luxurious types of travel. So by the time I got to Megan, travel was just a part of my everyday <laughs> life. And and luxurious travel was part of my everyday life, you know. And so um, for me, it wasn't even a quote about being a priority, you know. And I think people, you know, that, that think about travel, they're like, okay, well, I'll someday or one day and it's in fantasy or they do this thing about well I'll prioritize it for the next so that I can six months from now you know choose it, whatever and that's cool if that's where you're at but for me it was a way of life like traveling was a way of life and it still is so so for the last almost 30 years travel has been a way of life and I asked I'm asking all of you who are listening into this because there's no um there's no like accident that you're listening to this show. Um where have you made where have you categorized or segmented travel in your world? Right? Um and everything that is everywhere that you have um mitigated, minimized, compartmentalized um, travel when it really wants to be so much more um, congruent and a part of your everyday life. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad. Pod, pod, online, mm-hmm. church, wisdom, beyond. Yes. And um, and what I say is again everywhere that it's a someday one day and that travel is a luxury that you have to be a certain income or a certain amount of abundance in order to achieve or um, in order to create. Can we uncreate destroy all that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, online, strips, boys, and beyond. What I, the other next up level for me was the year that we did Access Consciousness. Um, and we, uh, you were doing facilitator training, and there was a ton of prerequisites, and I'm considering doing it as well. And that year, we traveled, we had like 15 trips. There were some times where we were um, gone two or three times in a month. But it wasn't just local travel. It was Florida and California, but in Colorado, but it was also Vancouver. It was also Italy for three weeks, you know, like it was Santa Barbara, like we went everywhere that year um, and created enough money in order to do that. And when we got there, we literally saw people from all over the world, from India, from like everywhere. There was hundreds of people that were so diversified in where they came from. It was seriously the most incredible melting pot energy I've ever been in. And when you would talk to these people, it was like they were going all over the world too, you know, 25 hours to get to an access class. And that was my next up level because it was like, no, it's not even just about travel being a part of my world. It's about anywhere in the world I want to go, anywhere in the world where my body needs to be is where is what I choose with regards to travel. So, you know, it's, it was an incredible experience even just being in um, Italy, in Rome, and having the bells ring in Rome as we were doing a radio show, Megan and I. Um, like, so, and the bringing of the energy of those bells into our show, that's a show that's in our archives. I want to go, um, find that, you know? Um, but yeah, so I, I, I am so passionate about trouble, not from the standpoint of just up leveling and activating your own body, but also what does the land need from you? What does the land require energetically that only you and your DNA and your body and your experiences can get, you know, what you're robbing the world and robbing the, this land of your of your energy and um, of your activation if you don't go and if you don't go to these places where you're called to go for whatever reason. So I love it that you're in Maui right now because Hawaii has forever been one of those places for you where not only you're so incredibly nurtured, but you nurture the land. You give something to the land. And this week, 
you know, you're bringing magic to the land with Live Your Magic and Magic Makers, which is like uh, uh, years in the making of bringing um, a workshop to Hawaii. And so I'd love for you to talk about how that is and what that process is for you and how are you feeling being in Maui now knowing that that magic is going to be opening up in, in the next few days? <laughs> well, it's a lot, I have to say. Um, you know, and you, you've you seen this uh, and anybody who's ever come to Hawaii has experienced this with me. Uh, in fact, actually, there's a video recirculating right now, a live that I did from Hawaii with my friend Carol Tuttle two years ago. And I had, she had hired me to come and coach with her, but then she had to turn the tables on me and call me out on me not being visible. And we did, and I was like avoiding doing Facebook lives and everything like that. And we did a live from uh, her home on North Shore. And, I, I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, the talk about visibility. This freaking video went viral. <laughs> and it's actually getting a, a second round now. But I, And I've had so many people reach out, like people that know me now, and going, oh, my God, like you look so amazing. And, and they think it's my hair or they think, you know, it's like, I think you should do your hair like that again or whatever. I know it's Hawaii, dude. <laughs> you know, like I – Something happens for me here. I expand into a sense of a, my own being in a way that I don't get anywhere else. And I don't know all, I don't have a story about it. It just, there's just an ease and an opening and a space and a nurturing that happens for me here. And I remember the first time I came to Hawaii, um, I looked around and nobody had, <laughs> like, the signs on restaurants said, we may or may not be here all these hours because we might be surfing. And I was like, mm. oh, my God, I'm home. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so home. And nobody was wearing shoes or watches. And I was like, I'm really home. And it was just like this sense of coming home that I, I've never, ever had. I've never felt home on this planet ever, except for here. And... And and as I would turn, and I, I made a commitment to myself a few years ago, maybe eight years ago, and I think it was when we got together that I would come at least once a year. And there was one year I came twice, actually, which was really amazing. And as that, as you and I began to come, I would be, I was like, I want to do a workshop here. And at the time, I'd never even done a workshop out of Salt Lake City, except you know, when I'd have a speaking engagement or somebody would come and ask me to do a special presentation in their workshop. I hadn't brought my own workshop anywhere. I had no idea how to do that. Like, oh, my gosh, like, given what this is for me and what this pulls from my being, what would it be like to to do an event in Hawaii? And um, and so this, you know, doing Live Your Magic here and Magic Makers here it is a dream come true. Um, it's interesting because it's been very intense as well because the, the thing that I'm aware of is that Maui has been calling for this event because it's it's asking for what we can bring. It's asking for our magic. It's asking for our connection. It is such a magical healing land that has been divided, that has been – there's so much separation here between the whites and the Polynesians and, the you know, all of it, and it's like – it's time to heal. It's time for the magic of the earth to be, um, I, I, hmm, surprise. Um, it's time for the magic of the earth to be released, to be, mm -hmm. so that the bodies on the planet can be nourished and nurtured and given the acoustical energies that bring the healing. It's like, it's not, this isn't about saving the planet. It's really about opening up to the planet. So, so that, you know, so that we basically stop being in the way of it doing some healing work for hell's sakes. And so, like, for me, like, that, that desire that I had to someday bring something here, like, it wasn't a luxury. It was the earth here calling for something. Um, so, 
I think I've gotten that in Taiwan. <laughs> I think Hawaii I is like doing I'm... its job over there, and you're doing your job over there, <laughs> you know, and that's what happens sometimes. You're getting all verklempt. I love it. Usually, I'm the one that cry out, that cries on the radio. <laughs> so I'm actually, I'm actually really appreciating that <laughs> your vulnerability in this moment. I, I, I. It has been a hard, hard. There's been a lot of hard about bringing these events to Hawaii, and I have seen Megan go through so much personally, energetically, financially to bring these events to Hawaii and to literally start to mend and heal the separation energies um and from that are in Hawaii you know from the original Hawaiians to you know the people the invaders and all of that stuff right i mean there has been so much um war on those lands and part of bringing live your magic and magic makers are there to bring peace and to bring the the communion of of leaders of magic um to that land so um so i just want to give her the the most the biggest shout for working through every bit of her own personal issues like holding space that kind of space is incredible and so um, we're way over on our break time, um, but I hope that you all feel the energy and the potency of what happens when you follow spirit, when you follow um, and and you go to the lands that you're meant to go. And we'll talk more about it uh, after break. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> we are talking about connecting into the land and traveling and really bringing energies to where your body needs to be, but also to the lands that require your magic and your brilliance. And basically just having a cry fest here. <laughs> so it's all good. It's all good. Right, babe? Uh, well, yeah, it's all okay. I'm still crying. But, you know, <laughs> it's all, it is all good. And I, I just want to say that, you know, part of what really helped me take the, the out of the fantasy file and into the not just even reality file, but like it kind of it's now part of my purpose file it is part of why I'm here is and my 
uh, most recent, if I have anything defined in my world, which I don't have a lot of definition, but like to me, whelp is that state of being able to go anywhere in the world that I'm called to go when I'm called to go there. And so having my life created in such a way that I can just go and when I'm called there and both financially, time-wise, resource-wise. Um, and that's my new target of what I'm working towards. And part of that has to do with that knowing that what I talked about before, which is that the earth is trying to open us up to it. It's all of this healing, nurturing energy that it can give to us that then we can in turn bring um, healing and nurturing at, to the earth. And and it's like it has the resources to heal itself. But we've got to be quit being dumb and be being disconnected from it. And so, you know, travel was also in this category, not just fantasy, but of luxury. Like, that's a luxury. Like, I got to work. I got stuff to do. I've got bills to pay. That's a luxury. So I'll do that when I feel that I'm feeling like I have a luxurious bank account. But it actually is, to me, moving uh, moving to the places, if you've got a desire to travel, um, it's part of your purpose. Like, it, there's something for that your body has to receive from the earth that it can give back to the earth that it will give healing. And I also want to kind of address one other thing, which is, you know, in the chat room, somebody spoke about how travel was connected to trauma because, you know, the, their family fought or whatever. And so some of us have that. So if you've got a desire to travel or you have like a big resistance to it, probably it's part of your purpose. <laughs> just saying. And I'm going to, I'm going to do some clearings for that side of it uh, just in a second, but I wanted to also remind people about our amazing event that we're coming up December 1st um, in Salt Lake City called Purpose Demystified, and it really is opening up all these energies. I mean, it could surprise you what actually is trying to come through you and what things that you're calling fantasy are actually your deepest self talking to you about your future. And um, so we're going to put a link in this uh, chat room. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we are, Suzanne, <laughs> putting the link in yes. the chat room. Um, we have early pay. Uh, yeah, you still have about 10 days or so to get in on the early pay of 120 uh, we're looking at getting a DJ and just really having us a party, having us an awesome time. So um, please, if you're in the Salt Lake area, and even if you're not, we've got our uh, the owner of the radio station coming from Toronto to the event. So, you know, it's pretty, Salt Lake's pretty easy to get into. So um, if you don't live here, like maybe this is somewhere you want to travel to. Maybe it's called, maybe Salt Lake City is calling you. So, Anyway, um, so anywhere that you have a push-pull with travel, anywhere that travel has been related to trauma, has been related to conflicts, has been relating, related to fighting, um, can we uncreate and destroy it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. And anywhere and everywhere that travel has been a luxury, a fantasy, um, a resistance, anything that doesn't allow you to see where in the world desires your body and your body desires to be, anything that doesn't allow you to know that and to sense that and to feel that and to follow that, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, wrong, pop, pop, on my boy Um. I would love for you, Suzanne, to talk about the piece about um, about like why certain areas call us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's really like in my past life, um, like in my exploration past lives, right? Like that's uh, one of the gifts that I do is I do a readings for people and so I tap into um, people's previous past lives here on the planet and um, a lot of times those the ones that I tune to are are 
ones that people are still running patterns are still running the energy you know so what i've been downloaded is that we hold our dna we hold our energy of past lives in our bodies but i want you to think about this for a minute because think about all the lands that you've had past lives on and think about the fact that your bones are in those lands from past lives right so literally the land holds your dna um, and I've known for sure, um, especially when I started getting into this work, is that there are certain lands that have always to me. I've, I have been reading about the royals of England um, and France and Spain since I was a small child because I know I have lived and I know I have been part of those royal courts. Um, and but I I was drawn to them from the time I was like a preteen. Um, and what areas, what lands have called to you? What places and pictures have you seen that you were like, wow, you know? Um, I that I just that's so beautiful. And how many times have you traveled to some place like Meg to Hawaii and said, wow, I feel like I'm at home, because you that was your home. Because your bones are there. And if you are running the patterns of karmic patterns of past lives, what would it be like if you allowed yourself go back to those lands? What kind of karmic completion? What kind of activation? What kind of energy infusion could you be for that land and could for that land to be for you? I think it goes beyond, you know, just like, ooh, that would be fun. Right, which is awesome, right? It would be a good time. It would be able to explore the world. Um, but it's also about what gets to be activated um, with the land and in your body. And when you broaden the vision out to these places, like I know that I've had um, areas in Spain. I've never been to Spain, but every single time I see pictures of Spain, I'm like, I'm going there. I'm going there because there's something still there for me. And so if you make something in the way, if you, if you allow your schedule or your work, or your kids or you have, you know, that was a big excuse for a lot of people, um, is that I have small kids, you know, well, what, what kind of contribution could that be for your children if you allowed yourself the freedom to travel now, not when they're graduated, but now, you know, so every, all the excuses, all the buts, all of the, um, the projections, the expectations, separations, judgments, and rejection, decisions, conclusions, and computations about that travel and um, traveling the world is not for you right now and that it can't be a part of your life right now. Can we uncreate, destroy all of that? Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I mean, even Meg and I going to my, going to uh, Sedona, like that was very conscious on my part of what energy in the world do I require right now for my own up level? You know, like I learned this from Carol Tuttle, my friend, many, many years ago, that she would energetically scan the world to see what um, what part of the world she needed to be in for her birthday. You know, because it's a research, because it's an it's it's an up level. You know, because it's about uh, creation in a new way. And so she would travel there to be there for her birthday, right? So. And Sedona was such an incredible, amazing experience. There was so much magic in Sedona. Megan and I had such a, an amazing time. And it activated this energy in me that you can feel. Can you feel that as I'm talking to you? There's like an intensity uh, about me. There's like a, a passion <laughs> that's coming out of me that's part of my activation in Sedona. And, and so... Again, everything in the way, anything in the way. I mean, we could talk about it all day long because we just went to, you know, Ireland. We just to London. Like I went to Stonehenge, you know, um, and to Avebury, 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 however you say that. I mean, it was incredible activation energies that I'm now bringing to my clients. So, um, yes, like anything way, anything in the way of you claiming this as part of your experience, part of your life, part of your um part of your up level. Anything in the way of that can we uncreate and destroy it all, please? Yes, yes, yes. Right, yes. wrong, good, bad, put pock online, boys and beyond. 
Yes. A <sighs> little bit on a soapbox. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! <laughs> I love it. Sing it. Preach it. Preach, sister, preach it. Um, I want to add to that a, a personal experience that I had actually at the Hill of Tara when we were in Ireland. And we went there pretty much almost by accident why we ended up there. Um, uh, actually, because you went to Stonehenge, actually, it you got the yeah. information about this place uh, that we yeah. needed to go in Ireland. And um, it was a really uh, good experience. I won't go into all the details, but uh, it's a really beautiful place where um, all of these kings are buried from this particular time. And it, the, it was not kings of of countries as much as it was the kings of the land and of the of the magic and um it was really interesting because i first thing i felt to do was take off my shoes and as i walked up onto the hills my whole body just started shaking and and um i didn't know where what that was but we saw a little movie at the at this church that was at below the hill of tara after and it was talking about the history and how the future kings would be asked, they would actually walk barefoot to the top of the hill. And basically, they'd go through this process. The stone would, if they put their feet on the stone and it cried, then they were the future king. And I just had this whole awareness of my my bones from another life being in that hill. And it was, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it, it gave me a part of myself. One of the things that I am aware of is that sometimes when we go through a, a big experience somewhere, some lifetime, you know, at childhood, like, you know, there's uh, Lori the shaman is listening to the show right now. It's like pieces of our energy or soul can sometimes get uh, fragmented in that area. And sometimes it's required to physically go back there to reclaim it. And um, there was something reclaimed for me that day, which is energy of royalty that I could relate to, right? And I've had this whole thing with being the rogue and being anti-royalty. And I think I've talked a little bit about that on the show. And it's so funny because here I'm with the queen. (laughs) So um, so the... uh, (laughs) there was a piece of an energetic sense of what royalty really was and what it was for me that went into me that day. Um, And that wouldn't have come any other way. And and as what I'm aware of that particular energy. And so like, you know, if you haven't gotten the passion yet, there are places in this world that are calling for you calling because you have a contribution, calling because it has a contribution for you, calling because there's a piece of you there asking to be reclaimed. But allow yourself to be, you know, people talk about, you know, um, moving into more of a world consciousness, like one world consciousness. And, And that mostly is related to cultures and people. But there's this thing called the planet that you don't just, you're not just part of a little spot on the planet. You're part of this planet, and and where does this, where does the planet desire you, and where do you desire to be on the planet, and what contribution could that be to every part of your life? I would say that since I've allowed myself to follow the whispers of travel, that my money flows have increased, like to to sustain the travel that I desire to have, because that's where I'm supposed to be, you know. And so the universe, the earth. It has your back. It has your back. Mm-hmm. So, what do I want to say mm-hmm. about that? Okay, so we got to go on break. <laughs> so, obviously, we're very passionate about this topic because it has been such an incredible contribution to us in our world. Um, so, please come back after break. Um, we're going to be doing our an activation um, from Maui, I think Megan's actually going to go out to the ocean. Maybe you will feel the ocean waves, but stay tuned for our activation. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Work. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. 
If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and change maker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. Yay! We are talking about activation and energies of the land. Uh, Megan is in Maui live. Um, I think she's now transferred to her phone and is at the ocean. Yes? Are you there, my love? Mm -hmm. I am here. I I can see the ocean. I'm not totally on the beach yet, but it's talking to me. Do you guys hear the waves? Can you hear the waves? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There it is. Here I am. I can hear him. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's always it's ah. always a thing whenever we're traveling that Megan and I, we always Marco Polo the land. So last night she was Marco Poloing me the ocean, the ocean waves. It was all dark. The whole Marco Polo was completely black, but I could hear the <laughs> waves and I was so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have any I didn't have any lighting. I didn't have proper lighting. But uh it was proper for this ocean. It was really fa- it was so fun because I was walking up the beach and even though it was dark, I came across this pier at the, you know, about a mile down and I realized that um it's where I learned to surf on my 50th birthday. And uh, that was another dream because I had decided that I was too old to learn how to surf. And um, it was a really awesome moment where a 22-year-old Hawaiian boy told me on (laughs) being in my body and being at ease and allowing things to come to me. And that's really, you know, he was sitting, it was was interesting because he was sitting on his surfboard and I'd be kind of swimming out and he's like, he would he would reach over and he would touch my ankle and he goes, you don't have to try so hard. Like, you got this. And it's like he's, you know, he'd been surfing since he was four years old. His elementary was on the beach and that's what they did at lunch for, you know. He'd done it his whole life. But the thing that I found most fascinating about him, and I'm actually seeing the waves that I learned how to surf on right now as I'm walking along the beach, is that he was sitting there on his board and he goes, and he would, like, point out all these little things, like, notice that bird. Notice that, okay, and now there's going to be a wave behind that. And he goes, isn't it beautiful? He's been here his whole life. But it was like it was his first time, you know. And there's an energy here. I'm telling you the story to, because I'm turning on an energy. I'm turning on an infusion energy of the 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 kindness and the gentleness and the, but not like, but it's also very potent um, energies of this land, of this island, um, and how it just been, uh, I'm inviting you to let it be part of you, that you don't have to try so hard 
that you can allow it to come through you. You got this. Like, Hawaii holds us in a place of nurturing. It's a very feminine energy, and it holds our being in a particular way that allows us to expand into more of us, expand into the peace and expand to the truth of our body and being, which is that we are meant, as much as we have challenges, and yes, I, I actually got up the first time, but I also fell a lot. <laughs> you know, there were challenges, but there was an ease in my body. There was an ease that he communicated to me because he's been part of this land his whole life. You know, and what ease can I reach out and touch you with right now from this ocean? What ease of being, what ease, like, I am about to drop the struggle. Like, any amount of struggle that you've been feeling in your body and allow it to just release and dissipate to the earth. And as you can potentially hear these waves coming up on the beach, over my bare feet, I'm going to allow that tension to go out through me into the ocean, and I want to ask you to invite the energies from where I stand right now, the ease of being, the ease of creation, and to allow that energy to infuse your body and being to the memory, and that's all he did that day was remind me of what I already knew. I had tried to surf before, like 10 years before, and I failed miserably because there, there was a guy that was like push, push force, and body didn't respond to that at all. As soon as somebody reminded me that my body, that this was inside of me and it could come through me, I just was that, and it just occurred in a way that surprised me, and how much, well, how much trying are you are you creating in your world that is unnecessary? What if you could relax into the ease of change and creation? So I don't know how much time we have, Suzanne, but do you want to do the one about the particular location for them, or do we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Where? have, uh, we have <laughs> she's, she's not in the chat room anymore, so we have um, five minutes left. And so what I would love, you know, like if you have that, can you right now take a deep breath wherever you are? Take a deep breath in through your nose out through your nose or your mouth, whatever works for you, just taking a deep breath in. And I want you to connect in with your body, but I also want you to connect in with your body's wisdom and your body's call to you of where in the world, where in the world does your body desire to go? What lands have you lived on before? What bones are in what lands that you have lived on before and what is your body requiring to activate to create a, a fuller expression of who you are for you to tap into the acoustical waves of the land of mother earth of the nature that is all around us where in the world does your body desire to go where where is there unfinished business? Where is there a place and a space for you to expand, to breathe, to reach into the depths of you to bring something else out that hasn't come out yet? Like where in the world are you being called for you to be the gift and the magic to the land that is there, to the people that you meet as you walk down the street? Like where in the world are you being called to and will you unstuck yourself? Will you say yes to that expression of your body? Will you engage and activate and instigate whatever is required? Will you do whatever it takes to be the instrument that this Mother Earth needs from you? That that this this is actually asking of you to be a bigger, more expressed, more creative more energetic, more love version of you, 
Are you willing? Are you willing to say yes and just do whatever it takes to bring yourself to that space and place? Maybe it's just down the street. Maybe it's two hours away, but tap in. Connect in to your body and ask your body, what is required now? What do you desire now? What would it take to connect into the ease, to the flow, to the intuitive guidance that your body is asking you to choose? And anything, anything in the way of that, anything in the way of you being you in the world, let's uncreate and destroy all of that. Like the world is our oyster. We're being called. Where are you being called to? And would you be willing to share that? Would you be willing to go into our Facebook, um, our Facebook group room, right? It's called Weird on the Air, Wagon and Suzanne, and share what came out of this for you. Wait, what came out of call this? Uh, what did your body say? Where? Uh, where in the world are you being called? And will you be willing to share that as a as a way to honor your body and to honor your commitment, to honor your yes of like whatever it takes, whether it takes three months or three years, would you be willing to put your your flag in the sand and be like the world calls me to be this, to give this, to receive this, and that is what I'm about. And that's my creative expression. And that is my um, choice and charge going forward. So we would love, love, love to hear from you. If if you are feeling the ocean waves and you're called to Hawaii and you're called to live your magic or magic makers, we welcome you. I will be in Hawaii tomorrow. It's been so incredible to watch you know, all of everybody on Facebook, they're getting on planes. They're all coming to Hawaii. There's going to be so much incredible magic um, there in the next two weeks. Um, like, if you're called there, then why not there? Why not get on a plane and come? Like, it's not the, it's not crazy. It's just actually just following your energy and following your truth. And please, please, please share with us in our Facebook group um, what is up for you so that we can help you and support you and hold space for your next expression. And thank you so much for joining us. Um, I hope that you can feel the incredible energy that's here and that's available for you and that will help you to go out in the world. And of course, we will be back next week um, on Wednesday. Um, and in the, in the meantime, we send you so much love from the islands. Mahalo. Mahalo. Aloha. Mahalo. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life. 